Everyone up and down and across the network. Uh, Al Godfrey, AJ Godfrey, Coach KT, Tracy Roberts, as we continue to uh, try to keep it interesting and entertaining. And uh, it's a pleasure to uh, welcome to the uh, show Rick Arnett. He's vice president of uh, the great magazine, which most of you are familiar with. And if you're not, it's Avid Golfer Magazine, which is published right here in the heart of. Uh, Dallas, down I think in uh, Irving. It's a pleasure to uh, welcome uh, Rick Arnett, uh, formerly of Seal Beach, on the air with us. Hi, Rick. It's a pleasure having uh, being on with you guys. You can also go to myappgolfer.com and get get the digital version too. So if you're not in the Dallas area, you can still pick it up online. There you go. Thank God for the modern age of uh, digital social media. Well, ain't that the truth? Yeah, ain't that the truth? (laughs) Yep. Social media, you don't even need to have a radio. Like I used to, I grew up with a transistor radio that I went to bed with every night listening to Vin Scully out at the uh, Coliseum. He was the best. He was the GOAT. He still is the GOAT. He just doesn't do it much anymore. So Exactly. Yeah. Vinny is a, a dear friend of the show for many years. As a matter of fact, his uh, daughter uh, just helped uh, sell one of our houses in uh, Los Angeles. Anyway, let's talk a little bit about the origin of Avid uh, Golfer Magazine, which is such a nice, uh, informative, and entertaining uh, magazine. Talk a little bit about the history. Well, I appreciate that. So it started back in 1998, and uh, the gentleman that started is uh, Craig Rosengarten, and he, he was in the mail order business for a long time, got tired of it, and tried to figure out something else to do. And for some reason he got, came across the golf theme and his idea was to, um, well, essentially make it a golf theme magazine, but that was more lifestyle as well. So we tried, and then I came on board in uh, 99. And, uh, and so what we did is we took a lot of golf, um, uh, subjects and ideas. And then we also morphed that into lifestyle. So we do car reviews and, restaurant reviews and what what put us on the map quite honestly is we had a we used to do a cart girl of the month hmm. yeah and we and and so it worked great i mean that was the reason i mean our readership is like 90 percent men <laughs> and uh and they picked it up every month and we used to get a lot of referrals from guys playing golf and say hey you should go check out Susie at xyz golf course she's <laughs> great so i'd run out there and and uh, try not to act, act like a dirty old man and said, no, 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 this is all in the up and up. And, and it, it was awesome. We did it for about, I don't know, nine years. And then two things happened. One, the the supply of cart girls kind of started dwindling. So it's, for some reason, uh, women didn't want to be cart girls anymore. They didn't want to, which I thought was, I thought was a perfect job because you only worked in the daytime. You got nice tips. And, uh, and then when the course closed at night, you go home. Um, but for some reason, uh, I think it's a generational thing that, uh, that the young ladies didn't feel like doing it anymore, even though the money was great. And then on top of that was the whole PC bit where you couldn't, um, showcase women in that way. But what the crazy thing was 
we only put them in outfits that they would wear on the golf course. So if they had a, if they had a, you know, car girl uniform, um, that's all we would use. And so we wouldn't put them in anything, um, a little more revealing. We never did that. And, uh, but it, it ran its course, but that's what put us on the map. And then we still get calls all the time. Hey, when you can put car girls back? And I said, you know, the answer to that. And they go, yeah, we, we just, we have to ask. <laughs> so that's, that all started. And then that kind of morphed in. I was doing radio, still doing radio at the time. And so we've kind of combined that and we have a junior golf tour and an online golf discounting and all that kind of stuff. So it's been a, it, it, it's a nice little bit. So we have not just the magazine to fall back on, as you know, print is kind of, you, you better morph into something else. Um, if you want to stay afloat. So luckily we've been able to do that. I just had the pleasure of uh, touring uh, the Bridges golf course in Gunter, north of where we are headquartered and had the pleasure of meeting uh, three cart girls, believe it or not. And it was really refreshing to see how much they're enjoying uh uh, that job. So it was a uh, uh, coincidence to uh, your story there. Good. Okay, so I have to ask you. I just played. I just played Bridges because they're we're, they're featured in our magazine next month. Oh, cool. Um, what did you think of the 18th hole? Oh, I didn't get a chance to play it. Uh, we were eating breakfast. Oh, I, okay. I haven't played it yet. I'm I'm getting ready for a little medical uh, procedure here, so they told me to lay off the golf for a while. I understand. I understand. Well, if you ever get a chance, go out there and then let me know what you think of the 18th. It's the craziest design hole I've ever seen in my life. Really? I won't even tell you about it. I just, okay. I'll, I'll give you that that uh, title, and you can go find out for yourself. We'll be out there this fall. We're uh, we've had Fred Couples on the show many times. He's been a friend uh, for many years. Very cool. Yeah. Hey, a question, uh, kind of getting back to uh, avid golfer, and for our listeners around the country. Um, you know, and of course here in Texas, but let's get into, uh, you know, certain features, what you guys cover, what people can expect, especially when they're opening up the magazine or reading it online, you know, things that you guys cover in addition to obviously golf. So we do golf features every month. Uh, every March we, we rank. Okay. I, I say this, I say this fairly tongue in cheek. We're the only idiots that rank our clients. Because every spring we rank uh, all the private golf courses. And then in the fall, we rank all the public golf courses. And so it's interesting. I always brace, I always brace for, the, for the blowback because, <laughs> and I tell everybody this, it's subjective. It's just our thoughts. It's not cast in stone. It's not, it's not uh, quantitative. It's qualitative. And it's just what we think. And it doesn't mean a course is, uh, is, is bad just because we rank it down the list a little bit. It just compared to what we think is, is important when you, you know, the higher up you go on the, on the price food chain, I, I expect more, uh, right. pure and simple. And if, and if it's not there, then you should price it accordingly. And, you know, the course conditions, what, what was always tough, gentlemen, is until recently, you know, there were a lot of golf courses in town public that had bent grass greens. Well, in Texas, you have about a three to four month window where those when they're worth a darn. Yeah. And the rest of the time they're dying. So my question all the time was, well, how do you rank a course that's bent if only three, four months out of the year they're decent? But when they're good, they're really good, right? But when they're not, and that now that everybody's going to Bermuda and you can roll the greens and you can make them as fast as bent, um, it makes a lot of sense. But uh, so so what we did when we did the rankings real quick. 
is we used to list all the golf courses, and that was a mistake because does anybody really care which, who's ranked 65 or 66 except the courses that are ranked 65 and 66? Hmm. So, we, so we got to the point where we just ranked in the top 30 and that's it. And we, I'd probably look at 40 courses um, that I think would fall into that category, uh, and then we rank them by east and west. Um, it's really interesting. The, the west side of, of the Metroplex has a lot more, I think, quality courses than the east side. Don't ask me why. It just kind of falls into that category. But once we started doing that limiting to the top 30, it made things a lot easier because, again, who wants to go – why should you rank anybody that's below 30 or 40? I mean, everybody knows what they are, but um, I get calls from, I get calls from GM. So why'd you rank us here? We're better in this course. And I I go, okay. Or I get GMs that call and say, how did you rank us so low? I said, well, did you see, have you seen any of the courses that were ranked above you? Well, no. And I say, well, I would do that first and then come back and, and give me your thoughts. But if you haven't seen any other courses, then how do you know? Mm-hmm. And they go, oh, okay. <laughs> so that's kind of how that works. But as far as other things go, again, we feature a golf course each month. We do uh, we do golf tips. Uh, we usually showcase somebody. Like this month, we have the Cootie Brothers on the cover. Uh, that'll be up. Uh, that, that's out now to the July issue, and it was pretty relevant. Uh, relevant because uh, one of the brothers just won uh, on the uh, Corn Ferry. So. And one of them was, was actually um, tried to be lured into the live tour. And so, so we try and do that. It's a mirage of a whole bunch of stuff. And sometimes things work and sometimes they don't. We add stuff like uh, restaurant reviews and sometimes we don't. And so we try and keep it as, uh, you know, as interesting as possible. We don't make the, the – we know how guys read. Guys skim, right? And believe it or not, they read from back to front. Women read magazines from front to back. Hmm. And so that's how we kind of tailor make it. And it seems to work out pretty good. And thank goodness we have an online version now because the cost of printing is sky high with paper or the scarcity of paper. So we can cover both both avenues as far as distribution goes. Speaking with Rick Arnett, he's vice president of Avid Golfer Magazine. He does a wonderful radio show, which I might add, uh, my uh, three uh, new Dallas doctors listen to you guys every Saturday morning when I'm tooling around trying to find out which way really is west or east being new to the neighborhood. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's been a long haul. I I don't think about it too much, but we're in our 28th year, and that just makes me feel old. That's all. Exactly. (laughs) been doing it forever and it's and it's a good it, i'll tell you it, it worked like for marketing and you, you know about marketing you, you market your show and everything and so I, what we found that was real interesting is we figured everybody that read the magazine listened to the radio show and vice versa and then we come to find out that about half the listeners read the magazine and half the readers listen to the radio show so it, it's kind of interesting and it kind of goes back and forth and so at least we kind of have both avenues um, the radio show can be a little more uh, topical because it's every week. The magazine we got to think about, like when I write something in the magazine, I got to think when I write it and when the magazine actually comes out. And is the story going to be still topical, or is it going to be old news by then? And so that's the difference between the two uh, uh, media vehicles. 
Very good. Hey, nice talking to you, Rick. Uh, we're going to go pay some bills. Look forward to shaking your hand and your partner's hand uh, within the next 12 months, and uh, maybe we'll get out and play some golf. That would be great. Good luck on your procedure. And uh, like I said, when you get out to the bridges, uh, just let me know what you think of the 18 call. All right, my friend. Have a good week. All right, you too. Again, the website, myavidgolfer.com. Everyone, check it out. More to come. Never let him in.